Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 312. I'm your host, Jose. Thank you for listening. Today's episode is with actor Sean Dillingham. I am so excited to share this one with you guys. We have been taking a little bit of a break, if you have noticed, but it is because parenthood is making us very much change the schedule. So a lot of things are in the mix, but I just want to say we are continuing forward as much as we can. Thank you for staying tuned with us. So moving on, Sean was so incredible to talk to. We are very excited for his news to be shared with us and sharing with you guys as well. So we'll just get kicking off into things. You can hear every episode of our podcast at FindingArizonaPodcast.com. You can uh, find us at social media wise, Finding Arizona Podcast. And then if you want to become a super fan, Patreon.com slash Finding Arizona Podcast. That's where you'll find bonus content. And I'm just so excited. I just want to get into this episode right away because Sean was so ecstatic on coming on the show and being a part of our show so it just means so much to us when someone of his stature knows who we are and we want to share his story just as much because he shared a lot with us of where he comes from and you know what his experience has been like in the world of acting in Hollywood so just enjoy sit back and uh, let's get into it catch you on the next one bye y'all Welcome back, everybody, to the Finding Arizona podcast. I'm your host, Jose. As always, we bring in very special guests, and today is no different. Ladies and gentlemen, as you could see from if you're watching us live, the faces, the tones, and I'm excited to say the voice is coming in. Ladies and gentlemen, actor Sean Dillingham. Yes. Well, that's me. There you go. Hi, how are you? Hey, how's it going, Sean? I appreciate you coming in first off. And I know it's uh, I know it's a little bit different than what you're probably used to being in front of the camera. But hey, we're going to make it work for us. We're going to have some fun. We're going to just get to know you a little bit. And thank you again. I appreciate it for you coming Absolutely. in on a Saturday, on a weekend. Hey, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I've, want, I've wanted to be on your podcast for a long time. I appreciate that. I mean, I always, you know, I usually like to ask off air, but, you know, I'll ask on air this time. How'd you find us? How'd you, because someone of your caliber of your, I I looked up a top, top podcast. I mean, this sounds, you know, uh, kissing up, but it's true. I I Googled top podcasts, Arizona, and you guys are right there. And, And not only that, but you guys presented such a, such a, well done, clean, professional format in the way you presented your information, the way it was marketed. And I was just like, you know, not like, dude, come <laughs> join my podcast. I'm sitting in my dad's lazy boy and we're going to talk about stuff. It was, it was not that. And so, yeah, for a long, long time. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And that's a, that's just a, a testament of what we're doing here. And it's just a testament to the community at large too, to be able to spread that kind of word out there. So mm-hmm. That is just you giving us the little bit of rundown of how you found us. I'm excited to get to know you a little bit more. I actually did my own research, so I know a little bit just from, you know, glossary research, but I would love to hear it from the horse's mouth, as they say. Uh, can you give us your origin story and how, well, you, how you got started? Um, well, I think it all started. Uh, well, that sounds like the beginning of a movie, doesn't uh, it, it? I grew up. Uh, off and on, I want to say in Arizona, because okay. my dad was in the military. So we'd live here for a while. Then we'd move to 
you know, San Francisco, the Presidio yeah. base. And then we'd live here and then we'd go to Georgia and then we'd come back. And, but I pretty much grew up in, in Yuma, Tucson and Phoenix. Wow. And Yuma is a very small uh, residential area and a very sheltered life community. And I was a very shy kid, mm-hmm. very, very shy kid. Um, didn't like big crowds, didn't like the center of attention or anything. And I was in elementary school and it was one of those situations when you're in school where they're like, we're going to do a school play and you're going to be in it. Everybody, you didn't have a choice. They were like, okay, Jose, you're going to be the tree. I don't want to be the tree. You're going to be the tree. Everybody had to participate. And I was like, oh no. And uh, I got on stage and I, for some reason, it uh, 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 a switch flipped. And I was like, this isn't me. I'm being this character they want me to be. Yeah. And I was getting reactions from the audience, you know, in grade school. And I was like, okay, kind of liking this. And uh, around the same time in the seventies, you know, uh, Steve Martin was very big as a comedian and to see him act that way, wild and crazy guy. I, I saw that by emulating that, you know, people were laughing and Robin Williams, of course, Mork and Mindy, same thing. And I was getting laughs in school and I had great teachers that, you know, when they were giving their lessons, you know, I was, I was like, sort of like Don Rickles, you know, we were reading books out loud and I was making comments about this friend and that friend. And the teacher was laughing and encouraging of it. And uh, that had a big impact and continued on through high school theater and then community theater and then semi-professional theater. Wow. And then uh, I was, uh, I was seen by an agent uh, when I was doing a play at the Herberger mm-hmm. where I, I played a dog that eventually learned how to speak. And then finally outgrew his owner and said, I'm sorry, but I have to leave. I've outgrown, <laughs> I've outgrown this relationship. And she saw me go from a dog to a the human type dog. And she said, the agent, if you will do that, you'll do anything. So wow. find me. And, and uh, I started doing commercials and movies and onward and upward from there. That's kind of, that's kind of it in a nutshell. Wow. That's it's <laughs> what an incredible start to the story. I would, I, I just want to say like, there's, I always like to hear that first bit because that is yeah. something that uh, I think is just interesting to hear about, especially from the perspective of not only you, but also to look at it from the um, your, <laughs> the person who found you. Because there's always mm-hmm. someone who finds another person in this sort of situation, but it's just like where they where they find you at at the at yeah. the point of like your 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 what you're trying to create and what you want to do. And so it's yeah. just like that's what a what a beautiful what a beautiful story. <laughs> it feels kind of like, uh, you know, you look back on it and you kind of think eh, it kind of meant to be, it feels like mm-hmm. everything fell into place. Like it should have, you know, yeah. I, when I was young, the movie that really did it for me was I saw the movie with Gene Kelly singing in the rain. Oh. And it was one of those old MGM, you know, big stages and beautiful, bright colors. And they played actors. And I watched that and I was just like, Oh my gosh, that's what I want to do. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Wow. And, uh, and that, that was, you know, another kind of arrow pointing me and pushing me in that direction. Yeah, absolutely. That's just something. I had a great moment too. I got to tell you this. I had a great, great moment early on, uh, which I'm really thankful that it happened because I was, I was 22 and got, I got cast in a a regional, which is a big deal, uh, a regional commercial for a bank. And going into this, I I used to think the listen. I'm the actor, and I am 
the most important thing here, people. I'm here now. The magic can begin. Yes. And uh, when I, I got there uh, around noon, my call time, mm. uh, these giant hulking men that had been building the sets came up and they were like, all right, look, monkey boy, we've been here <laughs> since five this morning. OK, we've been here since five this morning and we really want to go to lunch. So don't mess up your lines and get it right. OK. And I realized at that point, I am the least important thing here. That light has more of a purpose. And it was good. It humbled me. And it made me realize, you know what? You're not it, man. You are one small cog in a very much larger machine. Yeah. So be it, be a team player. Be Absolutely. a team player. So beautiful. Beautiful moment. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, I think, <laughs> thank goodness that it happened. And I love the, I love, again, you as a voice actor too, it's just like really great for me to kind of be able to just let it be and let you tell the story from a, from that angle too, because it's like, no one could have said it better. It's just like, here, monkey oh. boy, listen up. This yeah. is what, this is what really is going down. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, that's, that's perfect. True. Perfect accent. You know, he, he's telling me this and I'm like, okay. Okay. Uh huh. I like your I like your belt buckle. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh man, that's that's so awesome. And then as yeah. you as you've grown and as you've kind of developed and and as you've stretched yourself, I just kind of want to you know ask this question as someone who's watching you from the sideline and as someone who's just kind of a, a participant and just viewing, um, you know, this things that I've kind of witnessed or kind of heard through, you know, other YouTubes and other conversations and other podcasts is actors are, are dealing with a lot of layers. They not only have to deal with trying to get the job and trying to trying to become a character, but it's like, it's also something that is, they're also trying to find their own style. They're also trying to find characters that they want sure. to participate in. And there's all sure. these other things that are you know in their lives as well mm -hmm. molding and stretching and things like that for you i i want to know where was that like aha moment where 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 it's just like this one was it a character was it a scene was it something where you're just like well well man i really think that i have a, a real chance of this working out in my favor for the long run I don't think there was an aha moment. I think that, um, listen, I've done a lot, you know, 130 plus commercials and 70 films and TV shows and all that. And I got to be honest with you. I think right now I'm starting to get it. Nice. I'm starting to get it. It takes, you know, when I see listen, it just takes a lot of experience and a lot of, um, a lot of different things, you know, you need um, situations and you need experience and you need opportunities to mm -hmm. create who you are, who you want to be. Yeah. And, you know, I would I, I look at my my earlier stuff and I'm like, oh, I was just I was just going on energy. It mm -hmm. was just, you know, how can I be big? What do you want? I'll do that. OK. And I, I look at the stuff I do now, I, you know, and I got cast for a lot of comedy things, which. Yeah. You know, to me, having done improv and comedy and all that, it, comedy is easy. I didn't want to when I started mm -hmm. acting more. I was I don't want to do comedy. I, you know, comedy is like, you know, come in, fall down. Ha ha ha. But to be uh, to have a camera this close to your face and change your tone and change the pacing and know exactly what muscles to move on your face and yeah. when to blink and not blink to whole different medium to be to be that intimate with the camera and go, I don't have to be big. So I don't know. I don't know if there was necessarily an aha moment. 
Um, yeah. Just, it doesn't have to be. I just trial, was curious. Yeah. Trials and tribulations. You know, I look at it now, the body of work I've accumulated so far. And I'm, there's a lot, there's a couple things that I'm like, that's really good. There's a lot of things I'm like, please burn the master. Please. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you, all you can do is go in, do it and do your best and then hope that in editing, it doesn't get messed up. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I just want to, you know, that's the other aspect of it. It's a lot of pieces are out of your hand too. It's just like, it's so introspective to kind of look at the whole picture and you, as you want to say the cog, but it's also, it's like, again, everyone has to be on an A game for any of this. It's all a crapshoot. It's yeah. like, really, it's like everyone has to be on the A game to make an A thing. And it, Anywhere down the line, if there's one or two mix up, one or two mess ups. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, you got to be, you got to be, I mean, I tell actors cause I work with and train actors now. And I'm like, you got to be, you got to think of yourself as a Navy SEAL, mm -hmm. which means you got to be constantly training, constantly learning new skills. Cause you know, you never know in the yeah. middle of the night, you might get that call. I was working one time with a bullwhip out front of my house. My cul-de-sac was just like, what is wrong with this guy? I got a 10 foot bullwhip cracking it like Indiana Jones. And my wife says to me, when are you ever going to need this? And I'm like, you never know. And within a week I saw a casting for, they were looking for a bullwhip practitioner for the next Britney Spears video. And I was, nice. boy, did I win that argument. But the fact of the matter is, is, you know, you got to tell actors, you always have to, if you're not acting, you should be training. Yeah. And I don't mean just acting classes, which are great, but you have to learn how to uh, ride a pogo stick, how to ride a tandem bike, how to rock climb, how to swim, mm -hmm. high dive, load everything. Cause you never, cause those are the calls you'll get. Yeah. Hey, yeah. we need, we need, uh, we need two guys in this age range that can, can ride a tandem bike together or that can, you know, you, we need experienced kayak worker. You know, you never know. Yeah. And if it's not, if it's not physical, it's, it's the verbal too. If you yeah, want an it's, accent, it's, if you need, you know, language, if you yeah. need, you know, something else of like that caliber, you need to stretch and grow in that. You need to have those little aces there. It's true. And even if it doesn't ever come into play for you, it at least at the very least, it makes you a more interesting human being. Yeah. You know how many casting directors they walk, you walk into a casting section and they're like, hi, Jose, tell me about yourself. Well, I'm an actor and I love to act. And when I'm not acting, I think about acting. And they're like, okay, so you're shallow. Do you have anything else in your life? <laughs> like you just read and go away. But if you go in and you like, tell us about yourself. You're like, well, uh, I just went cave diving in Cancun. They're like, forget the audition. Tell us about that. And now you've shown them that you, a you're an interesting person, but b you have the ears of the room for the next five minutes, so they get Absolutely. to know you instead of just yeah, just read the lines, just read it. the lines. I love so that. So you get if there's more to it than just. That's why I say it, as you, it, you grow and you get older, you get experience. I see younger actors in roles that I'm like they shouldn't be in that, because I see them and I'm like they don't have any life experience under them. I don't think an actor gets really interesting, honestly, until they get older. You give me now a Denzel Washington, a, a Dustin Hoffman, a, a Robert De Niro, a, a, a Gene Hackman. He's retired, unfortunately. But, you know, those actors, Morgan Freeman, with some age on their face mm -hmm. and they speak and you're like, this guy has some years under him. I believe him. I, believe, yeah. I see younger yeah. actors. And I'm like, eh, eh. 
Okay. Doesn't okay. doesn't do anything okay. for me. But you need that you need that life experience and that's that's doing things. So when you bring it to the role they're like, "Have you ever done it?" Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. I have gone mountain climbing in the Alps before. Yes, I have. I love that. I love the I want to that kind of makes me want to ask you some of the things of like um some of the other elements that you would probably have to kind of cater to for your students. What are you, I mean, is there anything else that you can kind of give us as you broach? I don't want you to give too much of your classes away, but is there something else that you can kind of um, give us? Well, here's the thing. This is the first thing I tell anybody that wants to be an actor. Job number one, job number one, be directable. Okay. Be directable because if you and I are going to act and I'm going to help you expand your emotional palette uh, and you're going to fight me like I can't do that. No, I don't. I don't. Can't, I, I, I can't do it. Then why are you here? Yes. I'm your personal trainer. Yeah. So in the gym, you would listen to me if I said do another rep, mm-hmm. do another rep. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking you anything less. Absolutely. And a lot of people will dig their heels in and go, oh, yeah, I don't feel comfortable. Then. No, I don't want to do that. I don't want to. And I'm like, you got to. If you can't push you, let me push you. You have to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Otherwise you're not going to grow. And and people have to unlearn a lot of things. Um, Little things like in real life, you know, you get upset. The natural thing, you're like about to cry and you go, I just, uh," and we cover our face because we're like, I I can't show emotion in public. Or you get mad and you go, oh, and I'm like, you got to keep your face forward. You get little things like that. You can't cover up. You can't do the things you naturally do. Yeah. You have to do them for the camera. So as awkward as it's going to feel, you got to make an ugly cry face and let the tears start streaming and go, I don't like it. You got to do that. I get it. Another little thing on camera, people don't understand this. And that's a little physical tip. Stop blinking. Stop blinking. Because when you blink, in real life, we think we're exuding sincerity. I, I, Jose, I listen. I really, really mean it. But when you do that on film, it exudes weakness. You go, I really, I, I think we should do that. And Got I'm it. supposed to be the bad guy. Being, but, but if I look at you and I'm not blinking and I'm still not blinking, this is where everybody's eyes naturally get drawn to. And you do that in commercials. You only got 30 seconds. Hey, let me tell you about the new 2022 Honda Accord. It's a great new vehicle. You're going to want to. You don't have time to do this. Because <laughs> people are like, what's wrong with this guy? I can't figure it out. Yeah. Little That's, things like that. Stop I love blinking. that. Oh, my gosh. This is so good. I Thank you so much for at least yeah. giving me those little tidbits. Because now I can start to realize that. I can start to yeah. see that. There was someone else that was saying something. Um that he liked to enjoy watching while I watched an actor doing, I think he said he enjoyed watching people try and eat while, you know, when it's an eating a scene, if they yeah. eat their food or not eat their or swallow yeah. their food or something like that, yeah. because it's like, it's difficult to pretend to eat or something like that, or yeah. trying to. The, well, the, and they tell you when you do things, I have these fake props that I use for auditions all the mm-hmm. time, but they tell you during scenes, if you know, if you're going to smoke, uh, don't. Because you're going to have this long speech and you go, okay, Jose, when we're done here, we're going to go to the bank. And then after we're done at the bank, then we're going to go to the store. How's that sound? And then they go, let's do another take. And you go, when did I take a draw? Did I say it before I said that? And what about the fact that now the cigarette started here and now it's here? Yeah. So that's called, that's called continuity. And you really don't want to mess that up because then when they get into the editing room, they're going to go, 
he's taking a, a, a drag every a different every time. Yeah. And now the cigarette's gone long to short. To, I can't tell you how many movies I watch where there's a dinner scene and I'm like, they got food. Now look at the next scene. The food's gone. Now the next scene, their wine glass is full. Next scene. Now the wine's empty. empty. Oh, yep. somebody's getting fired. I'll tell you that. Somebody's <laughs> getting fired. Someone's mad. Like the, editor, watch, yeah, the you, editor was like, I can't, I, I just can't. I can't. Like, I just can't edit this out. You got to watch those little nuances. You got to really plan that out. It takes a lot. Film acting is... Yeah. People go, oh, you just talk, man. It's just talk. I'm like, it's a whole different animal, whole different animal. Yeah, I, I do things to my voice. Like, this is my normal speaking voice. To me, it sounds really nasally. But whenever I have to play a bad guy, I can lower my pitch and I can slow it down a little. Nice. Sound a little more intimidating. What do you think? Yeah, I like people, it a lot. People go, hey, man, I really love your voice. I'm like, not my voice. It's really not my voice. Just acting. Because that's what I do to play the bad guy. Nice. He's going to talk a little deeper and a little slower. Yeah. So little things like that. And you've done, like, from my research, you've done everything from writing to, you know, producing and, and directing and things like that. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, you have a lot of, you've, you've had all the hats underneath your belt. And so that's really great for me to kind of have someone who's been in all of the seats because you can kind of fill in as we need any information. But one of the mm -hmm. things I want to get into is like, we talked about the editing side, you're doing TikToks. I want to get into that. Like you're doing TikToks yeah. and it's really wonderful with your family and everything like that. There's a level of editing that you have to personalize with these TikToks. Are you yeah, in charge of that? God. Are you in charge? Listen, no, thank goodness. I have two young sons that are, they're like, okay, dad, do this. And then they edit it and they're like, you can back the audio up. So it's more in sync. And I'm like, and they're like, let me show you. So, you know, I'm like, no, just make it go. Just do it. Just make it go. I'm not working, worried about the ticky talk. Just go, just go. do it. Just I'll do just it. do the stupid stuff. You handle that. <laughs> but people like it, man. I, I've done some impressions on there. Some Chris Farley impressions and, yeah, you know, yeah. com ridiculous comedy things that people really like and respond to. So. That's fine. It's really funny. And I, I really find it great for an actor to kind of have their real, like, it's just like a level of like give personalization of who you are as an individual. Yeah. And it's just yeah. really great for the whole, for everyone to check out because yeah. I asked that it's just really a, a approach for me to kind of ask about the family life and how, you know, we can get a little bit more personal with you and how, everyone knows an actor leaves to go to work and, and as travels. And, and this is an element of that, of that lifestyle. Yeah. You know, can you give us a little insight of like that balance of when you come back home and, and what you do as a family man to, to kind of help your family understand that lifestyle? Well, first of all, the anchor in my family is my wife. We all orbit her and yeah. she, she's not my rock. She's everybody's rock. And uh, there's a lot of times that I have to travel that I ask her, please go with me. Because <laughs> sometimes I'm gone two weeks or more and I, I'm, it's miserable. You know, it sounds like yeah. you're really traveling. I'm like, you sit in a hotel room for two weeks by yourself. It's miserable. I was just in Utah shooting a movie and it was blue and sunny. And the next day I woke up and my, my rental car looked like an igloo. And the guy who was my driver was like, yeah, we haven't had this kind of snow since the 70s. And I'm like, and I hate the cold i mean it gets like 73 and i'm like are you kidding me are you kidding me with this cold weather i mean it's i'm the 118 i'm like all right that's me the lizard on top but, of the rock yeah i'm the guy out there they're like you you're getting a lovely shade of melanoma you should come in now but uh my wife is the she's the anchor and the rock and um 
you know, like I said, if it wasn't for her, we, we'd all go into chaos. Yeah. You know, she's, she's tolerant. She's smart. She's so handy. I mean, just, yeah, I just do stupid stuff in front of a camera, but <laughs> she's the anchor. Any, and listen, the one time you're going to hear anything in my house, if there's a problem, you're not going to hear dad, you're going to hear mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's really great. I mean, and it's like, it's, I'm really happy that you have someone in your life that's just really kind of making that, that part of your world great and, and steady and forward yeah. for yourself. You know, I, I, I'll be honest, I'm a first time father and everyone who's listened to this podcast knows that. And so I, I'm kind of curious, you know, for someone who's, you know, your, your dad time's over, you have more than one kid, meaning that, and I just wanted to know from, how do you give them your son, especially the conversation, sit them down, like dad has to go to work you know, you're in charge or you, you know, I will be home. Like, you know, those types of things. Like I have to keep leave, leaving the household, but you know, I'm working. Please understand that. Well, uh, thankfully my kids take after my wife. So they're understanding, they're mature, they're responsible. They're the best kids in the world. They really are. I'll leave and come back. They'll have cleaned the entire house. The laundry's done. Dishes are done. Dishwashers unloaded. I'm just like, sometimes you come back and you're like, wow, I guess you guys really don't need me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait then. But they're, they're just like their mom. They're super reliable, responsible, every, every positive thing you could possibly say they're understanding and they understand that what I do, you know, and, and this is the problem with a lot of people that are like, I want to be an actor. I'm like, Mm -hmm. do you want to be an actor or do you want to be a movie star? Cause there's a big difference. Mm -hmm. A movie star shows up to the premiere in the limo, walks the red carpet and goes back to their mansion An actor acts. Yeah. An actor, this, this, let me tell you something. This is a very gypsy lifestyle. You will never act in the same place twice. Yep. I, I just went on a road trip where I was in San Diego and then Santa Fe, then Vegas, then Utah. Now I'm the big thing I was going to tell you about. I'll tell you about in a minute. It's just, you're constantly traveling and going and, but they understand, you know, that's, that's how you, that's how I earn a living. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I have to do. I have to teach people online classes. I have to, I have to travel to this place. I have to travel to that place. That's, this is, this is my job. It'd be no different if I was a trucker. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I got to get on the road. Yep. <laughs> and it's what, it's what buys you guys the, the food. Yeah. And then <laughs> we get to sit around and watch something on television and you get to look and I get to do this. Oh. <laughs> oh. So there you go. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, again, Let's let's get into it. You keep uh, we've I've had this kind of tease at me, right? so I, I want to get into it. What is the the news? Well, things are getting things are going. Uh, I'm gonna knock on wood real quick. Uh, things are going in a good positive direction. I've been landing roles that are bigger and bigger, higher production value, bigger bigger characters. Um, I just did one in Vegas that I'm really proud of the performance. But again, once you do it. You never know what they're yeah. going to edit it with. Prior to that, I was I was up in Utah for a couple of weeks shooting this new um, Netflix movie with Lindsay Lohan, which oh. I guess they're touting it as that's going to be her big comeback movie. Ooh. So, and it was like a cast of six of us, wow. which was huge. I'm seeing the press releases and I'm like, hey, that's me. All right. Nice. And I just got a uh, I got a audition request from a producer for uh, uh amazon movie to to play the lead in it 
big, big movie that is like, uh, I hope you like to travel because this is going to shoot in Europe. Wow. I'm seeing that kind of like uh, that step up in opportunities, but you know, it's taken a long time and, and just uh, bulldoggedness. Absolutely. I always say, you know, you got to keep hustling. You know, yeah. I land yeah. one, th- I land one thing and I'm, I don't sit back and go, <laughs> I got it, man. I go, <laughs> I need to get on the computer and keep submitting and calling and yeah, keep, yeah. keep hustling. You got to, you know, yeah, it's, so it's a good I'm, mentality to have. I mean, sometimes, you, you know, that hustle is what's going to keep you in the doors. And like I said, I mean, it's, you're only as good as your last, your last scene. So just like a boxer, you're only as good as your last fight. You're only good as your last project. It doesn't matter the credits I have. Cause I look at my resume, you know, long resume credits like Brooklyn nine, nine, this is us Yellowstone, blah, blah, blah. And you know something that sounds good, but it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. the next audition, the next audition, no matter what it is, I go in and I have those credits and they go, wow, you've really been on some stuff. Cool. Okay. So what can you bring to us? Yeah. And now guess what? I got to prove it all over again. Absolutely. This is a job of nothing but job interviews. (laughs) It really is. And being told no, no, 90% of the time you're too young. You're too old. You're too fat. You're too skinny, too short, too tall. I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it's a lose, lose situation. So you got to keep pounding away, pounding away. And you're, I mean, not to say it's like you, there's one level of thick skin, but it's another level of just like, let it slide off the back sort of thing. It's just like well, it's a little combo yeah. of both, but it's like, again, I'm, I feel for you. I feel for you, Sean. And I'm also excited for you. <laughs> Brian Cranston said something great. It's a great advice for actors. And that is, they said, what, what acting advice would you give to actors, you know, in the business or just getting started? And he said, never go into any audition for anything desperate. Like, I really, really need this job. I really want to get this job. Because if you do, they will smell it. They'll smell that desperation. Hmm. Go in and just look at it like, this is my little five minute performance piece. Whether they like it or not, I don't care. I just get my five minutes to perform and do my thing and then leave it. And I was like, that's great advice. That is. That's so wonderful many people advice. go into it like, oh, please, I really need this. Please. It's the end of the rope. It's the end yeah. Of the I told myself, if I don't get this one, I'm quitting. And mm-hmm. you can't. Yeah. Can't do that. Op- opportunity could be just around the corner. Yeah. And I and look at, I mean, I just want to say like, it, it you're, you're, you're about to travel. I'm just like, Congratulations. I just want to give you a moment of like, I want to applaud you and I want to give you a pat on the back, buddy. And it's just like, it's really great. I have never in my life I've played, I was in a school play and I I think it was the music man it was called. And I played a town's person. I enjoyed it. I'm really, I like, I, I love being in front of the camera. I love talking to people. I love doing it. And I think there is a level of definite skill to it that I need to learn, you know, need to be, get better at. But uh, if, if it ever came down where someone's like, Hey, you want to try it? And I'm like, yes, let's do it. Let's be happy to. Yeah. So um, it's exciting to, to see someone actually do it and talk to them and and see how they're feeling and how it's, how it's like, how it's making them. I love it. I love it. I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. And people go, do you really like what you do? You travel, you're on the, and I'm like, I love it. You know why? Cause every day it's a different job. Beautiful. Every day they're like tomorrow you're playing a, a comedian. The next day you're a cowboy. The day after that, you're going to be a gangster. Then you're, I mean, it's, 
it's fantastic. It's, it's, it. it's pretend time for adults all the time. And I, I love it. And, and you, and it just, it just means a lot that you would want to share some of that story with us and, and just kind of how it came to your life and how it's affecting you and your family. So thank you again for allowing yeah. us to kind of let, you know, just have this with you. And um, I'm, I'm definitely going to see I see the IMDb list in front of me. I'm definitely going to check out more because again, it's like you have a lot of post-production filming currently, you know, it's yeah. just like a lot of things to be announced. And, you know, I want you to know I'm here backing you as someone from your home state. Oh, and I want everyone else who is watching this to just go check out the IMDb and just, you know, run through the whole gauntlet. <laughs> if you can watch every single one of these, like I, I want them to do it. Yeah. Thank you again. You've, you've changed, you know, what I look at as far as acting and actors and, and mm -hmm. everyone that of that caliber um, in that field. So again, you've opened up a new door for me. If we can, right. you know, I'm always saying to everyone, we're an open door policy. So if we can get more actors like yourself who are interested in coming in that have, you know, again, who want to share their story like you, who are doing things that, uh, that they want to you know, bring out and, and want to share with us. I'm, I'm happy to do that. Directors, yeah. producers, sure. run the gamut. Let's do it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so I, I usually keep the last bit here to you to let everyone know, you know, you've already told us one thing coming down the line, but like, let us know what's your TikTok handle, where they, can they find you online and everything. I'm going to go get my kids. Uh, <laughs> Tiki talk. Uh, I do have, I just started uh, one for me, Sean Dillingham actor. Okay, nice. And then our regular one is, uh, at Cali Girl at Heart. My wife started that one. Oh, awesome. And at then Cali they can Heart. also look you up right here on Sean Dillingham and IMDb. Um, yeah. I, just, I mean, I just want people to go and check out the name, the actor, the, the man himself. Um, thank you again for coming on our podcast. I really do appreciate it. Um, before we go, we always say kisses, hugs, and belly rubs. Do you want to do it in the Sean Dillingham voice? Kisses, rubs, and belly hugs to everyone. Yes, thank you so much, Sean. I appreciate it. You have a wonderful night, and we will catch you on the next episode. Bye, y'all.